0: Are you ready, Rod? I'm ready. Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Change Room with Rod and Leslie. As you know, in this podcast, we like to take big, giant, juicy, meaty topics and break them down into tiny little bite-sized chunks, all in an effort to help ourselves and hopefully some of you through the process of change rod and i heart change We talk about it all the time everywhere we go we talk about it and this week's topic is kind of cool because rod i think you invented it this (laughs) week we're gonna talk about the law of round numbers rod kick us off what are you what are you thinking about what's going on in that big giant noggin of yours (laughs) law of round numbers it's so cool the, the math nerd in me is pleased. Right.
1: So I I I, I uh, coined this. I'm gonna claim, put a little trademark under the bottom. Now, of course, if you do Google do the law of round numbers, there it's they talk. There's loads of stuff about rounding from a math perspective, and I think that's a great place to start. So, I may need to refine the tagline, but it's the law of round numbers in the sense of um what the what value we get by rounding by making a general having a general target for something mm. and but what we trade off in when we round things and we get away from the specific. So we go to the like a general rule of thumb you know uh, it's right. We should do 10 there's 10 st- uh, l- rules to live by in life like why is it 10? <laughs> no, why is it uh, right? So, or there's three things we should, if you're trying to convince somebody, you should have three points and it's like, well, right. what if there's four really good points or what if there's one? But the, it's, it's useful to have this target, but we trade off something. So let's start with rounding and math and then I'll, I'll go into Yay. my, I'll go then into the, my first point I'd point out. So, but being the math nerd of us, Leslie, can you explain rounding From a math concept? Um,
0: Gladly. And I will try to not do it in so much detail that it's boring. But essentially, if you have, say you've got um, 5.5 things, if you have anything higher than uh, a 0.5, you would round up to six. And if it was like a 5.3 or a 5.2, you would round down to five. So you're kind of getting rid of the decimal point, the point, the point whatever it is and you either go up or down depending on what you're closer to it's the general principle and you can do the same like you can round to the first decimal and now i'm starting to nerd out aren't i okay Okay, wait i think i've got the the basic principles out there but you can you know you can round to any decimal point that you want um you know, as long as it's not an irrational number and then you can't. But, right. Because, well, even then, well, nothing. Okay, what now it's getting a, okay, way yeah, too that, nerdy. Yeah, let's
1: keep to rational I went too numbers, far. So. I went
0: off the, okay, rational numbers. <laughs> rational numbers, you can round them to any decimal point that you want. And typically speaking, if it's five plus, you go up. And if it's like four down, yeah. uh, you go down to the number below. If you think about now, like when we got rid of pennies, um, when if you're paying with anything by cash, if something comes out yeah. as four cents, normally you give, you know, it's a nickel that you give them. And if something comes out as two cents, then it's just the flat like dollar amount is like uh, a real life example. Yes. So it's um, unless you're paying by debit, which everyone or credit, which everyone does now, in which case you're charged all the cents. But if you're yes. paying by cash, we round up and down now because we got rid of pennies.
1: Yeah, that's actually a good point. Real life, life that?
0: examples. <laughs>
1: I, I, this happens all the time at the store. You, they say it like whatever the price is, it would be like twenty five dollars and two cents. They will say twenty five dollars, but on the bill, right? They do you do get charged the pennies? But so right. So it, the the from a math concept, it's like you, if you're you're you don't yeah the the number might be five point five, but you know what? It's six. We'll just generalize. Right. It's Six. It's not five. Or if you're You've got to, and
0: then, or more scarily, like if it's like you know, if you're sort of looking at percentages of a population or something, if you're saying like, oh, it's, you know, fifty. 3% of people people might round up and say oh really it's closer to 55 because yeah. it's 53.79 and for ease of conversation we're just going to say 55% because right. people like that round number where 55 is not a round number but it is like a it's a whole number that like people like fives and zeros especially yeah. in percentages yes. unless you're getting a deal on something in which case the higher the you know the number doesn't matter as long as it's <laughs> higher but in general in life we like things to be like 60% or 55%, 52.3%. Mm-hmm. We don't like, you know, the brain kind of goes yeah, when yeah, that yeah. happens. They're yeah. static. Yeah. Brain static when that happens. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I and I think it serves a purpose. Like the many times you, we don't need that specific like the point is is, you know, how much is this roughly whether you you get the exact penny or it's general amount. Um that's that's what you need to know. It's and or right, and, you know, if, and if as the uh, since we're talking about buying things, like if it's if it's uh, something that's much more expensive, it's an expensive computer, and it happens to be nine hundred and fifty dollars, you might say, "Oh, well, that's $1, $1, a thousand dollars, yeah," because it's easy, right? But so here with the numbers, what you I'll, I'll, there that's where it's useful. But in the other areas where you have to pay attention is, it's like. You you get this a lot with studies, you know, you hear on the radio or you'll read something and say like, you know, studies show that Mm -hmm. 61 percent of the people, uh, you know, behave in a certain way. And um, and then that will become, you know, the majority of people behave in a certain way. Right. And then suddenly it's like you'll see these statements. They'll say, well, this is how people behave. And, yes. And it's it's based well, we
0: extrapolate from fifty six to a majority to almost like to all essentially. That's yeah. dangerous. Right.
1: And so this is where round like essentially what they're they're rounding up to generalize. And and um I've I've always thought that was these be questions like, Well what about like, you know, forty percent is still a lot of people to behave in a different way. Like we're missing we're yep. we're getting it wrong and then if you're making you you know use that to interpret people or plan things or you know uh whatever you're making mistakes uh you're getting it wrong but you don't realize that because or you're labeling people in a wrong way so you have to i think i mean you have to be aware and be careful around what trade-offs you're making and and i've i've had this debate before where people uh it's easier to generalize it's yes. easier to round up. And so you people get they do, they they resist it. They're like, "Oh, don't it doesn't we're getting too complicated. Don't, you know, don't boil the ocean with your details yeah. and specificity no. because it's just easier if we make this general statement." And um uh and you can get you know, obviously you can get into trouble by Well, uh, or when I say get into trouble, it's like I think you're doing a disservice to advancing whatever you're trying to advance if you're you're making that generalization so it's that's the opposite side of where it's a disservice to round
0: yeah and i I think about that as well in the context of like if i'm reading a study or you know like you know how it feels sometimes rod like you read one day Uh, drinking a glass of wine every day is the best thing you can do for your health. Mm -hmm. Studies show. And the next day, oh my God, a glass of wine a day and you got a problem and you need to seek help. And there always is this like, this push and pull tension between study show, study show, study show. Yeah. And this is where I think it's really important to get into the math of what those studies show and not like very often when those articles appear, it's just in like this broad brushstroke kind of way. They have definitely taken the 56 to most to all yeah. path. Yeah. And if you really dig into the math, you can understand a little bit better, like does this apply to me? Am I am I the type of person that they did that study on? Do yeah. I did, you know was I was my life and my way of living and all the things represented in that study? Maybe the study was only done with, you know, thirty five to forty five year old men who live in a Scandinavian country, in which case, yeah. might not be apl- applicable right. to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so there's something in that that I think is so important that we get. We have that scientific critical eye when we're reading things and we Mm -hmm. make sure that people aren't applying the law of round numbers in a way that's (laughs) a bit detrimental, Yeah, you know, without realizing it. Like, I don't think anyone does it intentionally or whatever, but... You know, I I, I I am trying to be a much more critical reader these days mm-hmm. of um of studies and things for this very reason. Yeah. And also Echo My Cat is super passionate about our topic <laughs> again this week, guys. So you may heard have heard her, him John, already yes. and you may already hear him again because he is very oh, there he goes. Very passionate about the yeah. law around numbers. So I'm <laughs> just warning you guys. Yeah. We're not even going to try and edit him out. We're just going to let him, let his passion shine through. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 so I, there's a couple other areas uh, to watch out for. I think just to, it's, it's about being aware of uh, the generalizations we're making or the, or whatever we're, we're striving for. And th- so the other one is, the the magic number of three in in terms of mm. you know if you're doing a presentation and you're trying to convince somebody of something and you're you're putting your argument together, the the guideline number one, <laughs> the thing to do is three points, and why right. it's because people can't remember a whole long list of points and because you want to know that there's more than. For, for whatever reason one good point is not enough so which right. which is it's it's a great rule to follow i suggest this to people all the time but i i you also see this as like where you know you're having a discussion and people are are adding on things to do like actions to take like i need to do if i want right. to cha- right you know what i'm not really like happy with my my physical health and then you start you're you're finding you got to find three things to do when really sometimes you know what it's just one thing you just have to do one great example and yeah and and then that's where we um i think it's it's the targets that we set which can be useful but it's when we become too too dedicated to it's like i have to do three if if i'm going to get this done well when you can actually be happy and with just one
0: and it's funny as we were uh, like as we were chatting before as you know we were talking a little bit about even the the interior design principle of mm. things in threes like i little, didn't know about that actually uh,
1: before you said that oh so yeah yeah that.
0: yeah and i'm looking around my con <laughs> looking around my condo and i'm looking at how many groupings of threes everywhere there are and and yeah someone trained me really well thanks steve um <laughs> But yeah, there's something. It's 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 also visually pleasing. Like so, not only can the mind not process more than three ideas at a time, or like again, general rule, mm-hmm. some of us can probably do ten, some of us can do one. Who knows? Mm. But somehow it became three. But there's something about the things being pleasing to the eye done in threes as well. So like as an example, right now, legit, I'm not joking. I have three candles on my bookshelf that are um, sort of in a little grouping, and all of them are lit right now. All mm-hmm. three. Of my candles are lit i probably could just have had one lit i probably don't need three candles at 10 o'clock on a sunday morning but i wanted like there was just some compunction like just i was compelled to light all three of them i couldn't have even imagined just lighting one candle like that would have just felt so weird Mm. you know like there's something in us i think that we i i I think there's something innate in us as well
1: yeah. With certain
0: numbers, yeah. with certain numbers that we, like, we have a thing about them, right? Right. Like, did you grow up with the bad things come in threes rule yes. in your oh, house? That's,
1: oh, my gosh. This is the perfect yes, of course. Because then...
0: Yeah. But, yeah. But and then I, you're just waiting. Like, when the two things right. have happened, you're like, oh, Right, <laughs> no. right, right. And then
1: it's, and then <laughs> yeah. it's like the... Um, not only you look for it, you sent, you kind of look for the third bad thing. Oh yes. And I, mean, I I don't think you by by anticipating it you make it happen. So I don't believe in no. that. But in no, the same no, no, sense, no, you're, no. like you're on edge and then you're some, and, yes and there's yes. I mean we could I'm not going to I don't know if you believe in the mistis Maybe you're like, "Well, yeah, bad things do happen in threes So it's not <laughs> but I would de- say that it's it's more of a the saying versus the re- like a reality, I mm. would
0: like to say that I don't know if I believe it or not, but I know I live it. If, like if two things happen, like if one bad things happen, one bad uh, thing happens, I'm like, oh god. Yeah. And then when the second thing happens, I'm like, oh no. So I live it whether I believe it or not. Do you know what I mean? If that makes sense. Like yes. I don't know that yeah. I.
1: Me my too. rational I, mind yeah. is
0: saying, well, of course not. Like yeah, of course yeah, yeah. not. My my prefrontal cortex is like ha ha ha. <laughs> reptilian you <laughs> believing in this thing yeah. and yet my reptilian brain is like oh mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. <laughs> curled up in a dark little corner with a binky sucking its thumb <laughs> waiting for the third thing <laughs> so like it's so funny how we do these things to ourselves without even yeah you know again yeah logical brain is like ha. totally totally reptilian brain not so much yeah not the so other,
1: much. So the other thing with the uh, I think the danger or the awareness when we set we'll say set goals or set targets. And this yeah. can be in a personal life or in a business context, is that goals and targets they they're always it's it's a round number. It's a five or a ten or a multiple. Totally, and a five. totally. And so here on one side it's very useful to have something to strive for. Like I'm, I have a goal. I'm going to do 10 push-ups. you know, like
0: when I right.
1: literally, no one ever I says I want to do wanna,
0: 11 pushups. Right. Cause no does. one ever says <laughs> I want to lose 14 pounds. Like when has <laughs> anyone ever said that?
1: No one ever said I, that. Can I give you a, a, a <laughs> tr- <laughs> but, but the, the point though is like, doesn't, if it matters, is it 14 or 15? It doesn't really matter and then so that's the thing to remember is that you set the goal with a round number totally fine hopefully like a reasonable target but then don't worry be celebrate the success of coming close to there because yeah yeah the incremental
0: numbers in between
1: yeah yeah can i give you a sidebar story i so in i was looking for examples so when i was googling like you know round numbers you know, things go wrong with with rounding. Nothing came up. But then I Googled, like, what's the difference between nine and ten? Right? You think nothing oh would come up. Oh my god. But, but okay, in the this is apparently a technology thing. Nine is an unlucky number. And and so like there's no iPhone nine. I never really actually realized this, but there was no iPhone nine, if you notice. What? It went from iPhone 8 to 10. No, you're
0: totally right. Why? So. (gasps) (laughs) Is it because of what it is in binary?
1: No. Because the thing that I read was, I think, in Japanese, 9 is is similar to uh, a negative word. Like angry or something like that the way that the, the word sounds and so maybe it's but considered unlucky. Japanese
0: numerology is is based on 9. Like it's nine kai or nine key, I don't know how you pronounce it. Yeah. That's fascinating.
1: Yeah. So anyways, sidebar on why wide Um but so the with oh, I have
0: to use the googles. <laughs> that is just that like that to me. Like the concept of unlucky numbers also I find fascinating. Oh, I know. Fascinating. Like, it's just, it's so, and fa- even favorite, and I mean, I totally have favorite numbers. Uh, oh, but really? even the concept of a favorite number. What's your favorite number? You don't have a favorite number?
1: No. I don't think so. Oh. you like, sorry. What's your favorite number? What's the value, what? Uh, why- three and. Three and?
0: Three and seven, seven.
1: Okay, so is it, what is the, why would you suggest that everybody should have a favorite number? <laughs>
0: Uh, no I just am I just figure that everyone this is again one of those moments in life where you're like well I do this and therefore extrapolate to all humanity everybody has a favorite number no is that not how it works No.
1: well I guess lots of people have favorite numbers but
0: but also eight but also eight this is why I don't really have a favorite I have several favorites
1: yeah good so if you were ever to buy a lottery ticket you would know what numbers to put down No. You put your favorite. I would never
0: like No, I wouldn't do that. I don't know. They don't I don't know I don't even know why I have them. It's not like I have a sports jersey with a number on it or anything like that. Like there is no reason for me to have a favorite number and yet I don't know, I find them visually pleasing. Hmm. Like eight you can draw as two circles like a little snowman, or you can make it like an infinity symbol. It's so visually pleasing. And a three is just sort of half of that. Oh. And then seven is just, I mean, seven is Lucky just, seven. it's so neat looking. Yeah. It's so sort of jagged. Yeah. Sexy sevens. <laughs> See? This yeah. is how much I like numbers. Like, I really, 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 really like numbers.
1: This That's how why weird you went it is. into math. Yeah.
0: 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Oh.
1: So, <laughs> back to rounding of those sexy numbers. Sorry, sorry. The I got all round- like, yeah,
0: I got all excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you're doodling <laughs> right, right, right now.
1: You're doodling eights and three Maybe I am. What's it to ya?
0: And and <laughs> What's it to <do> you? <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I feel like we'll next be watching like uh, The Da Vinci Code or, or whatever, the movie that, like.
0: <laughs> Maybe. I do love the Fibonacci sequence. Like I, yeah. I find that also very visually pleasing. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Very visually pleasing. Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry, bring so, us back because honestly, left now, to me, it's all just going to be about <laughs> it's numbers and you know, like actual numbers. So bring I, us back I to think philosophy. Here's the
1: thing. I think the the theme of the message of our discussion today is is celebration of, anal- of, I'll say, analytical thought. And that is yes. Is that round, rounding of numbers and using targets are a good thing. They're, they're a shortcut to make stuff, to, to work through things and think about things very quickly and to have a target. It's always good to have a sense of, I don't know where to start. Well, I'm going to start with this target. I'm going to try to think of three ideas. That's very useful. But the analytical mind needs to to be aware that y- these are just guidelines and and rules of thumb, and they're not the be all and end all. and, right. and it's just to to so if you've got a target, if your your goal is to do a certain amount of exercise or write in your journal a certain amount of times or do something different, that's just just know that it that's a round number whatever that number is it's, it's you kind of made it up as something to shoot for and it's so you know don't don't be too too stuck on it and don't just be aware of what you're driving towards is the arbitrariness of it
0: rod i love that you know what i feel like i feel like that is um giving us permission to not be perfect when we set like that it's that whole progress over perfection. And I know we've talked about yeah. perfectionism like a million times. It feels like it always comes back. But I think you're right. We set ourselves these arbitrary targets sometimes. And and then we feel bad if we don't meet them. But they are arbitrary. Yeah. And it's the act of doing something different or the act of trying something new that is the... We can give ourselves a big pat on the back for the binaryness of the zero oneness of did I do it or didn't I do it? Yeah. Numbers aside,
1: yeah,
0: um, is that like you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's such a relief. Every time, every time we get to a point where we say, you know, perfectionism doesn't matter. You don't have to be perfect. It's progress. It's moving towards a goal that matters most. I feel such a sense of relief. Yeah. <laughs> I think my gremlins have been. Uh, I think my gremlins have been pretty active. My perfectionist gremlins have been pretty active lately. So that is just a huge sense of relief, my friend.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very true. It is that it, it's. Mm-hmm. It's you use the word perfectionism. It's like right. This this general target then becomes what in our minds is the perfect, or is the right. Yeah, which
0: anyhow. Right, like it doesn't, and it and it doesn't have to be because it's totally made up. And the fact that we're out there and doing it is the perfect part.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you you've you've started to uncover even more how much I love numbers this in this episode. <laughs> but I would even say, like numbers aside, that it just matters that we're that we're out and that we're doing things, especially mm-hmm. this time of year when. You know there are I don't know it feels like advertising is all ratchets up and you know there's going to be a lot more social time coming our way mm-hmm. for most people you know this to remember that it's just progress over perfection mm-hmm. and don't fall for the trap of well if I can do you know if I set the goal for 15 or 20 and I only do 13 or 18 then mm-hmm. somehow I failed some sort of yeah. random test I made up for myself oh yeah
1: <laughs> I used to think so if I do it like go to the gym and get an exercise bike and go for 25 minutes or 30 minutes you get you know you get close to the target there and it's like I'd be like this is a sign of my ability to persist like this this yes. is a character statement of me that I'm going to go to the 25 yes and not stop at like 24 35 seconds <laughs> whatever and then I would assign like even extra importance to to that round number. Um,
0: totally, but I'm
1: I'm a, I'm a reformed totally. uh, round number person. That's I gotta.
0: Well, I think I'm still struggling because I you know, I started swimming again. And so the last few times I've gone, I've been able to do 60 laps, which I'm pretty darn proud of, because I never thought I would ever swim that many laps again in my life. Mm -hmm. And on Friday night, it was a really tough week last week. And on Friday night, I swam 52. And I like I was so hard on myself at first and I thought, girl, you after the crazy week that you just had, you got out of your house at five o'clock on a Friday when it was dark and cold outside mm. and you traveled for 45 minutes on transit to swim and you did 52 laps. Let's just settle down that those yeah. mean those mean girl voices in there that are trying to convince you that fifty-two is not good enough. Like yeah. let's just let's shut all that down 52 is a luscious number there is nothing totally. wrong with 52 but at first my reaction was like oh, not good enough not mm. this enough i couldn't do it did i what was wrong Da and i got myself out of it but it took some time yeah. and maybe that's like those are the examples where we're mean to ourselves with numbers yeah. you know
1: yeah that's right
0: oh goodness me Well, so it's a twofold message this week. Love numbers, get comfortable with them because they help you with your analytical brain, but don't be a slave to numbers because sometimes they can try and boss you around. Exactly.
1: Well said. Very well said.
0: Don't let them boss you around. Oh, this was so much fun. I'm so glad you you had this topic. You came up with this out of your very own brain. I love every minute of this conversation today, my friend. Thank you.
1: Me too. Thanks very much.
0: Thanks, everybody, for listening today. Bye. Bye.